0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hello there, everyone. Happy Wednesday. I'm Ben Roy from What Culture Gaming, joined by Josh today. Hello, um, Ben Roy. D- We've convened because Todd Howard has been on a bit of a roadshow tour and he's been going into some details about some of his past games and recent games that they what announced what was it say I think we were both in like maybe education
0: when Starfield was announced and now it's still got another 100 years left. It feels about that yeah at least 100 years. I think it'll arrive around about the PlayStation 30 probably about this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, one of the biggest details that we're going to dive into in a moment here is that it's apparently bigger, louder, and uncut. No, it's not like the South Park movie from 1999. (laughs) It's it's apparently, what, is it four times bigger, seven times bigger, a hundred times bigger than Fallout 76?
0: A lot bigger, Ben Roy, in a bunch of different ways, so yeah, like you said, Todd Howard was at um, this online conference called Develop Brighton, which which was um, hosted on behalf of Games Industry Biz, and he went into a few details on Starfield and um, The Elder Scrolls VI, essentially what engine they're using, how they're kind of using the knowledge that they've used on previous games to apply to this, but yeah, like you said... Unsurprisingly, Starfield in particular is going to be much bigger than either Fallout 4 or Skyrim. They confirmed that there are around four to five times the amount of employees working on Starfield, which is, like, ridiculous because the team was already really big to begin with. And they've gone in on, well, Todd Howard was kind of explaining how the world that you're going to get in both of these upcoming games will be bigger than anything they've created before. Like you said, again, four or five times bigger. But there is a kind of catch because... He did go on to say that partly, part of the reason why the the worlds are going to be so big is because they're using a lot of procedurally generated environments, which is what they did for Morrowind, if I'm correct, if I'm getting the right Elder Scrolls there, but they haven't really done that so much recently in terms of environmental creation, at least as far as I'm aware. They obviously had procedurally generated content in Fallout 4 in terms of some of the quests, but it's an interesting way to create the landscape, so in terms of sheer landmass, it's going to be bigger, partly thanks to that, but there's still going to be, you know, the classic Bethesda-authored environments that we know and love, and he also said that they're essentially doubling down on the idea of having these big cities, obviously Starfield is going to be this sci-fi game so we're going to get like these hub worlds, these kind of huge futuristic sci-fi cityscapes that we haven't really seen too much of in Bethesda games in in the past. Like, we've had a lot of settlements. We've had a lot of cities in terms of, you know, the, the ones in Skyrim, for instance, or even the cities in Boston in Fallout 4. But it sounds Beca like they're going 4. to make... Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it sounds like they're going to make these areas, like, far bigger than we've seen before, with far more um, areas to explore within them, rather than rather than them being, like, these sort of mini settlements surrounded by vast wasteland or whatever, which could be interesting.
1: I'm gonna say I'll believe it when I see it at first because you can hit you can sort of take it like, oh it's gonna be four or five times bigger because uh, Fallout 76 was four times bigger than Skyrim it's a good but point. it's also four times emptier than Skyrim and I mean yes. that's narrative for narrative reasons that actually kind of works in a way but it also doesn't make for a fun interesting experience as I've recently been going to and fro with I like this game or not do I want to just chat to my friend <laughs> in Gears 5 instead and then Starfield is now going to be what If they say four times bigger than uh, 76 yeah. but I, I'm also wondering how this is going to specifically work because when I think of Starfield I think the the only way it's probably what really gonna work if it's like the outer worlds, like mm-hmm. specifically, but like it has to be like that without the load times, for example, like yeah, <laughs> like towards I mean, the later I- game.
0: It's 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 yeah. it's it's difficult, right? Because I'm not inherently against procedurally generated content, but like you said, there I don't want them to just go bigger, but also for no make reason. the space empty. Yeah, for no reason. Like my favorite open worlds aren't the biggest ones. They're not like just cause three or four or whatever that you know is just landmass after landmass. My favorite ones, uh you know, older Bethesda games, older Obsidian games. You know, these creative environments that are densely populated and densely packed with detail and quests and things to find and stuff like that. You you know there is there is a sort of argument to be had for emptiness you know what i mean you don't want yeah. to be constantly railroaded from one thing to another in the way that it feels like a theme park you sometimes need the downtime but you don't want to get to the point where it's it's mostly just you know a bunch of different um, or similarly looking environments just because they wanted to pad out the world they wanted to make it feel bigger and nothing really feels authored and nothing really feels consequential like that's my that's my worry i I'm looking forward to this game, but like judging on Bethesda's very recent history, I am um, I i'm just i'm just trying to think of a time when procedurally generated worlds worked for me personally and i they're very few man they're very few and far between especially when it comes to a game like this
1: shall i be honest the only time procedurally generated worlds have ever really worked for me that i can think of right now is minecraft and apart Mm -hmm. from that because you're you're manipulating the world so much and you're trying to find resources and things but i I, i'm not sure about this and when i hear starfield i feel like this entire game should be just taking place on a couple of space stations like that's how i envision i don't envision this like say rummaging around in like bushes or something it's weird because I, I don't know just since i heard starfield i just think it's all gonna be sort of like say on a on a say like i think of like doom and so sort of like when you go into one of those space stations there or think of when you've yeah. had Outer worlds when you're on a space station or any other sort of like space station you can be, i just think i, I also it's, it's gonna be hard for me to like take that in but then obviously you, you're gonna need to go down to planets at some point mm-hmm. but I, then again like you can't could you i guess you could you can sorry i you can procedurally generate space stations but i for me it's never really sort of like what like what is being generated is it like is it the shrubbery that's being generated is it like is it this is going to be a slope down here like say if i go from city one to city two in my game what am i going to get differently from you in city one and city two what is like yeah is that so is that and also i'm trying to think is that saving time like like, why is that ever happening? Is, is, I I don't know, Josh, I'm trying to think, like, you you, don't, you wouldn't get, like, say, if I'm watching uh, a film and, like, halfway through, I just get a different scene compared to you. Like, I, I know yeah. gaming is a very different medium, but it's always confusing to me, like, why, I'm confused right now why they feel like they need to do it.
0: Yeah, it's. Um, I'm sure it is just sort of like a time thing to make the worlds as big as possible. And I'm sure not everything will be procedurally generated. We're going to get these yeah. like authored cities, like you said. But it is going to be interesting to see what is different and what does change. Is it just going to be sort of like side content in terms of, you know, kind of like the uh, the Minutemen, you know, side content in <laughs> Fallout 4? Is it just going to be like that stuff that changes, not only with the quests, but where you're going to, to pad out the game length and stuff? I'm not really sure. Big Todd... To be fair, has said very little while also revealing, you know, a couple of details. Like he's mentioned the procedurally generated thing. He also said that um, the engine is being completely overhauled, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to be thankful about. It's not a new engine, but he described the jump as being as big as the one from Morrowind to Oblivion. So it's going to hopefully feel like a proper next gen leap. You know, he talked about like the new lighting, the new animations, stuff like that. Hopefully that will amend a lot of the problems that people had with Fallout. 76 in particular and Fallout 4 and Fallout 3 and stuff like that beforehand because while those games were ambitious and impressive they were very rickety as well so I'm hoping the creation engine um you know is absolutely better than ever and has sorted all of those issues out finally he did touch on um the xbox exclusivity obviously ZeniMax, the parent company of bethesda is in negotiations to be bought out by microsoft that deal doesn't officially conclude until i think it's like april next year or something it's still it's so a little ways time, yeah. off yeah around then early next year Um so he can't comment totally on whether or not the game is going to be exclusive to xbox at the moment whether or not starfield or elder scrolls will be coming exclusively to microsoft's machines but he did confirm that both of those games will be day one on game pass which is pretty big like that is quite huge and even if they're not exclusive i think that's a big win for microsoft you know what i mean that's what they've bought this company for you know at the end of the day
1: I'm not an Xbox salesman or a Game Pass salesman as I've sort of portrayed myself over the years. <laughs> but like you can take, say, f- look at the next three Professor games that are all going to be on Game Pass. You could just save that money and be like, I'll just buy an Xbox and then I have Game Pass and then I have access to everything that Microsoft are going to put out. It's mm-hmm. such an easy sell now. Like, I mean you just just at it like why would you i'm never going to buy one of their games again i'm sorry like i'm playing all their games on xbox now like i, I and th- there's no reason for me to buy their games on Play- playstation for the sheer fact that they're all going to come to game pass yeah and the i also think that i can now believe in them a bit more because i don't think phil's going to go and buy out todd not literally and then <laughs> they're going to accept another broken like sort of game like 76 was or yeah. another sort of like say I'd say half-step like uh, Fallout 4 was. Like, I think with Fallout 4, just a lot of us wanted another Fallout game on the next generation, and I think they played that card out now. I don't think they can just do that again. Yeah. So I feel like with this, and in between the the anticip- anticipation for Elder Scrolls, is it six? Uh, is
0: six, yeah. six? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that th- we've got... Th- th- there's a bright future coming our way for Bethesda, and hopefully their game's so, Like I just... I, I, I mean... The Master Chief collection came out and it was a burling it was a pile of r- <laughs> rubbish and it took years for them to clean up. It was it was a terrible disaster. Well in, that's it, Bedroy in the like, sense of you, entertainment.
0: You, you mentioned um, the Master Chief Collection there. I want to hope that Microsoft would make make it so that they have higher standards for like these releases, so you can't release, you know, The Elder Scrolls VI or Starfield in a complete buggy state like Fallout we 76 have... was. But then again, yeah. it's not like they've been a bastion of quality control in the past. You know, it took them four <laughs> years to finish the Master Chief Collection. Halo Infinite's been delayed infinitely, uh, yes. and we have no idea really what's going on with a bunch of their other studios. Um, it, you do mention the future of xbox being promising and i do want to stress that by the sounds of todd's comments it is very much the far future he said that he's not going to show off or the team's not going to show off starfield for a good long while yet until they've got something substantial and something close to launch so unless you know there's there's a miracle i don't think we're getting this until at the very earliest like this time next year probably 2022 judging on how often these games get delayed you know
1: I I don't think we're getting Starfield till mid next generation. I, don't, I think it's gonna be one of those sort of like mid generation games that hit and then like we'll define the generation for the best or the worst sort of thing. Like yeah. this is the first new Bethesda property we've had solely from them since well, like they they made they made Elder Scrolls right and then they bought Fallout, so we've not really mm-hmm. had anything wholly original and fresh and from the ground up that people can get in and not go yeah, nice. have people not have older people like us going actually you just like this sort of thing. But it's a seven. It's over a seven billion purchase. I don't think that they're just going to put out trash. And I, I did hearken to the Master Chief Collection and the other problems of Halo. I think they stem back from before Phil. And I think that right, they that things like that just don't don't get fixed overnight. Do they? I feel like they, they, it's a it's a giant oil tanker. It's, they're trying to move the ship, and I think for now they're moving in the right way and and whether you think like i don't know what everyone else who watches or listens to this thinks whether it's a good idea if their games go straight to game pass and if they go to xbox only we don't know the full details yet but it's definitely going to shake things up and i think in an industry like this it's always good to try and shake things up even if it maybe goes the wrong way for a bit
0: no, you spot it, man. Like, it's very exciting times to be a, a video game f- fan, I think, and it's very exciting times to be an, an Xbox fan specifically, because you have all of these great studios, not just these great games to look forward to. My thing is, if I have a thing, is just, you know, the state of Bethesda at the moment. I want them to succeed. Like, <laughs> these are two of my favorite, most favorite um, franchises of all time. I am looking forward to, well, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, and I'm really looking forward to Starfield, because like you said, this is the first time they've done something that feels original in such a long time time and I feel like that game needs to be good not only to kick off a new franchise but to kind of say like look we're the Bethesda you know still we still make great games that you are going to love here's a brand new experience and if they do that I'm willing to wait for it though I do worry about when the hell Elder Scrolls 6 is going to come out if they're not even going to start on that until Starfield is done I will be old and grey by the time Elder Scrolls 6 comes out Your hair will be down there (laughs) I will (laughs) down to the bum.
1: <laughs> and I think with that, I think we're done with the news. I think there's no more news. The, 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 the biggest news from this video is Josh is going to grow his hair to his bum that's and it. then just and get rid yeah. of clothes. This anyway, is a cut until The Elder Scrolls 6 comes out. That is a bargain, that is <laughs> a deal oh, I'm no. making with you right now. Last chance to get your hair cut for a while, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I've been Ben Roy from War Culture Gaming. I've been joined by Josh. Josh, where can they follow you? Uh, Josh Brune with two O's on Twitter. And you can follow me at Ben Taylor on Twitter, and follow us at WC Gaming. I'm pretty sure that it says it's going to be up in one of these corners somewhere. So just have a look for that. Anyway, um, we've this has been the news. There's no more to do with the outro. So goodbye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?